Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the Charger Football Podcast hosted by Andy Dietrich with Coach Doug Dynan. This week, we are joined by Carroll Senior and Defensive Linebacker Matthew Ottenweller. The Charger Football Podcast is sponsored by OPS, Optimum Performance Sports, the official sports medicine provider for Carroll High School. Week number seven in the Summit Athletic Conference is known as Rivalry Week, and that means it is the annual regular season game against Homestead. Over the last 10 meetings, both teams have won five times. The 2019 version of our rivalry game can be summed up in two items, missed red zone opportunities by the Chargers and big plays by Homestead. To start the game, Carroll got the ball first and had a three and out. When Homestead got the ball for the first time, their second play from scrimmage resulted in a 44-yard run for a touchdown to put the Spartans up 7 to nothing. On the next Carroll possession, the Chargers embarked on a 13-play drive that stalled at the Homestead 15-yard line, and Carroll had to settle for a 27-yard Trevor Horton field goal to make the score 7-3 Spartans. Next, the Chargers forced a 3-and-out, and the Chargers again went on a long drive but had to settle for another short Horton field goal to make the score 7-6 in favor of the Spartans. Homestead scored their second touchdown on the ensuing drive to make the score 14-6 in their favor early in the second quarter. The Chargers again got into scoring range, but this time the field goal attempt was missed to keep the score at 14-6. The next Homestead drive nearly resulted in another touchdown, but the Chargers recovered a Spartan fumble at the three-yard line. The Chargers then marched 97 yards with the last 15 yards being a Jeffrey Becker touchdown pass to Mason Englert to make the halftime score 14-12 Spartans. Here's Summit City Sports, Thad Goff and Tim Atkinson with the call. High snap, Becker throws and zone, touchdown! Mason Englert! Engler the second leading receiver on this Chargers team coming into play, and they reach the end zone for the first time tonight. Homestead got the football first to start the second half, and on their first play from scrimmage, the Spartans threw a 72-yard touchdown pass to make the score 21-12. The Chargers answered with another field goal to cut the Spartan lead to 21-15 midway through the third quarter. One of the strangest sequence of events I've ever seen in a football game occurred on the next Homestead possession. On third down, Ray Vollmer intercepted a Spartan pass at their 30-yard line, but the play was nullified because of a roughing the passer penalty. This led to a lengthy discussion between the officials and both coaches that lasted about 15 minutes over whether the roughing the passer penalty occurred after the interception, which would then give the Chargers the football. After all of that discussion, The ruling stood with Homestead maintaining possession. Four plays later, Homestead scored a touchdown on an 18-yard run to make the score 28-15. The remaining Charger drives resulted in either a punt or a turnover on downs, whereas the Spartans would score two more touchdowns to make the final score 42-15 Spartans. For the game, the Chargers had 372 total yards and 29 first downs. Becker went 23 of 49 for 235 yards and one TD. Jeffrey also rushed for a team-high 54 yards. 
Leighton Mitchell had eight catches for 95 yards, and Eddie Bransfield caught five balls for 53 yards, whereas Mason Englert had five catches for 46 yards and the lone touchdown. Defensively, linebacker Matthew Ottenweller had six tackles and a quarterback sack, and Tucker Steely had five tackles. For week number eight, the four and three Chargers will travel to Zollner Stadium to take on the Concordia Cadets. After the break, we will hear Coach Dinan's thoughts on the game against Homestead. Attention Charger fans, do you know how to get Charger gear for yourself or your family? The Charger Game Day Store is your one-stop shop for high-quality Charger items of all kinds. Hats, t-shirts, sweatshirts, flags, blankets, jackets, stickers, and much more. Visit us at all home varsity football games in the store located near the scoreboard or inside during all home volleyball games and boys and girls basketball games. If those times don't work, shopping by appointment can be an option. Be sure to mark your calendar for the sixth annual Charger Blue Christmas Sale that will take place on Saturday, December 14th from 9 a.m. until 3 p.m. Check the Charger Game Day Store website on a link from the athletic webpage to check out what we have to help you get your Charger gear on. As you heard in the recap before the break, it's just a game against Homestead was one of missed opportunities by the Chargers, you know, reaching the red zone and having to settle for field goals and big plays by Homestead. That's the story of the game. So, Coach, what is your assessment of the game against Homestead? Well, Andy, I think that you're spot on when you say that, you know, we we had opportunities, we missed opportunities. Uh, The first half, I thought we played very hard, very physical. Um, We we moved the ball in the first half, uh, scored halftime as 14 to 12. And came out in the second half, and even about halfway through the third quarter, we're still in, you know, situations where we can potentially have the ball back and be a good scoring opportunity. But it boils down to offensively, we had six opportunities within the red zone and only only capitalized on one touchdown. Um, it's going to be tough, very tough, to to beat a good offensive team if you're kicking field goals instead of scoring touchdowns in the red zone. And, and we've got to work on capitalizing on those situations. And defensively, you know, we, we had a, a couple of coverage breakdowns that, that led to quick scores. And, you know, when you combine everything, um, you know, the end of the third quarter and fourth quarter, you know, things, things got out of hand quickly, but, it wasn't for the lack of effort. It wasn't for the lack of care, hard work, and you know, fight that our kids had. But, um, you know, ultimately on Friday night, you know, we weren't victorious. And we got to look at things that we've got to improve on. We've got to look on things we need to fix. And, you know, ultimately on both sides of the ball, you know, we've got we've to defend the run first uh, and then defend the pass and then We've got to be able to score when we get into the red zone on offense. You know, offensively, he did pretty good. We just didn't get the touchdowns. That's that's the main story of the game. You know, it's a forty-two to fifteen final score, but gosh, it was yes, the Homestead kids. It was a lot closer than that. Well, I think you know when you when you ask our kids, can we play better? You know, what do we need to improve on? I think that they're going to assess the game the same way that. You know, yes, there are opportunities that we had. Yes, there are, you know, opportunities to where we can be better. And, you know, we've got to capitalize on situations and we've got to capitalize on turnovers. 
we've got to create turnovers and we've got to turn points on or turn uh, turn situations to where we get in the red zone. We've got to turn them into touchdowns more than field goals. After the break, we're going to hear from senior linebacker Matthew Ottenweller. OPS, Optimum Performance Sports, is the official sports medicine provider of Carroll High School. From diagnosing, repairing, and rehabbing injuries to pushing yourself to the limit on the playing field by utilizing cutting-edge training programs, Optimum Performance Sports is proud to be a partner with Charger Athletics and the Carroll community. For more information, visit www.optimumperformancesports.com. OPS, rethink your limits. Welcome back, everybody. Today's special player guest is senior linebacker Matthew Ottenweller. And Matthew has been playing fantastically in the last few games. In fact, against Homestead on Friday, he had a team-leading six tackles and a quarterback sack. And for the season, he's got 26 total tackles. Nine of them are tackles for a loss. He has four quarterback sacks. And he even has a fumble recovery that he returned for a touchdown. So one of the defensive stars, Matthew Ottenweller. Welcome to the show, Matthew. Thanks for having me. So, Matthew, uh, a lot of our shows, we've really talked a lot about the defense because the defense has played extremely well. Um, They have kept the ball in front of them uh, for the most part. Uh, They've controlled the line of scrimmage. And so, I mean, it's it's kind of been the story of the season. So what is your assessment of how your unit has played? Um, yeah, I think we've played uh, really, really hard, uh, really physical. We play really fast. We've had it a few rough games, but I feel like overall we've played very fast, um, aggressive. Um, and we've uh, been a way more solid unit with our, uh, we're more coherent as a team. We're just a closer team than we were last year, I feel like. Yeah, we've had other players say the same thing. Almost every player that's been on the show has said the same thing about the the team chemistry. And I I kind of noticed that right away just from the way that you were playing as a unit. And it, I think it especially shows up on the interceptions. Like your defense has a ton of interceptions. And when there is an interception, it's almost like transition in, in football or make that transition in basketball where you immediately – turn from all or from defense into offense. So like when Cade has run it back for a touchdown and Tucker has run it back for a touchdown, uh, there's been a lot of guys out leading them as lead blockers. And, and if you're not, you know, rooting on your teammate, that just doesn't happen. So hats off to you guys on that chemistry. It really, really showed. Yeah. I feel like the interceptions have definitely been helped by the um, D line and everybody's getting pressure on the quarterback and forcing them to make the quick throws and the quick decisions that lead interceptions. So um, our D-line has really played great in helping the secondary get those interceptions. Out of your four years as a Carroll football player, who's been your favorite teammate? I would say my favorite teammates to play with probably were Gavin Bowen and Terrell Griffin because uh, I was just super close with them, and they're my friends. They kind of um, taught me the ways, kind of included me in everything and showed me what it was like to lead as a senior. If you ever read the roster – uh, or if you're at the games, you're going to notice that there's another Ottenweller who gets announced for making tackles. Not as many as Matthew, but there's another one. So, Liam, can you tell us about Liam, your little brother? Um, yeah, Liam's uh, my little brother. He's a sophomore. Um, he's an inside linebacker. Really, He's really big. He's about, I think, like 6'4", um, probably 200. So he has a lot of size. He's progressing with his speed and his agility, um, getting better every year. He's 
got a lot better this year and took a big step from playing freshman in JV to playing varsity this year. So really proud of him and how he's performed. And I think next year he'll have a big year. All right, so in an Oklahoma drill between you and your little brother, who's going to win? I think I still got him in an Oklahoma drill, probably. Oh, so he's starting to get big enough that he's starting to hold his own finally. Yeah, he's getting, he's getting, uh, he's definitely getting stronger. Um, he used to be just, he's getting, definitely getting some muscle on him, definitely in the weight room hard. So he's definitely catching up to me a little bit in the um, strength part. You guys are enough grades apart that you've, you've never been on the same team. Uh, so what's it like having a little brother starting beside you and playing a ton? It's definitely fun. This is my first year on defense and first year at linebacker. So he definitely taught me a lot. He was kind of, uh, mentoring me mostly through the season, but it's fun because uh, the chemistry is super easy to build. At the beginning, it was super easy to get into linebacker. He helped me with everything. It didn't feel like I was brand new because I had Liam with me, so it's definitely nice having him on the field. With me. Now, typically in a brother situation, the older brother kind of picks on the little brother. Are you giving him a little bit of trash talking when you're at practice and during games? Um, not really. It's more like we all um, share tips, share what we're doing wrong. It's not really a ton of trash talking really going on. But sometimes it is, sometimes it's competitive with how many, I don't know, how many sacks we can get in a game, how many tackles we can get in a game, or, or plus or minus was in the game. But yeah. Since you've played offense before and now you're on defense, you've been around a number of position coaches and, of course, Coach Dinan. So out of all the coaches that you've, you've been around in your four years in the program, which one has been your favorite? I would say my favorite would probably have to be, probably, I'd say probably have to be Coach Potter. It's my first year with him, but he made, I knew him before. Uh, this year, being around the team, he's just a super nice, super inclusive coach. He makes you feel welcome as a linebacker. Um, he knows he makes it known what he expects, but he still coaches in a uh, relaxed manner, more relaxed in defense or offense. But he definitely is my favorite coach so far. Yeah, Coach Potter is a good, good man. He's uh, He has a kind heart. He loves everything about the Carroll Chargers. And he especially loves coaching defense. So no doubt that, you know, he could definitely be your favorite. So you're down to, believe it or not, I mean, this is week eight coming up. Um, You know, at a minimum, you've got three football games left and hopefully a lot more. So uh, what's the biggest thing that you're going to miss about Carroll football when the season's over? Um, I think the biggest thing I'm going to miss about Carroll football is just being with all my friends. I have a lot of friends on the football team close with everybody on the football team really and i think the team has been super close this year it's gonna be super sad to uh leave some of them and not play with them ever again just part of the deal isn't it you get your four years and it and it does go by fast doesn't it it goes by super fast um it's weird thinking that only three more games left i remember freshman year thinking how long is this gonna last it's gonna it's gonna be forever but it came by super fast. Yeah, and even your season, I mean, I can't believe it's going to be week eight. It just it just feels like last week we were playing Lures to open the season. Yeah. So, you know, you'll be a graduate of Carroll High School in a few months. So what plans do you have um, come June? So my plans are to probably attend Purdue. It's my first choice to college. Probably going to aeronautical engineering is uh, my first choice of major. So, yeah, that would be the um, ideal choice, but some back in college probably like i don't know ohio state that'd be a that's like engineering college but main main goal is purdue engineering purdue is actually a fantastic school and especially in aeronautical engineering you know they have sent a few astronauts uh, up in the space that come from purdue so that's pretty awesome so matthew thank you for being on the show i uh, hope you play really well against concordia and wayne coming up and then let's be ready to uh 
get some payback on some of our uh, sectional foes. So thank you for being on the show. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. OPS, Optimum Performance Sports, is the official sports medicine provider of Carroll High School. From diagnosing, repairing, and rehabbing injuries to pushing yourself to the limit on the playing field by utilizing cutting-edge training programs, Optimum Performance Sports is proud to be a partner with Charger Athletics and the Carroll community. For more information, visit www.optimumperformancesports.com. OPS, rethink your limits. This coming Friday, uh, the Chargers are going to travel to Concordia High School and play at Zollner Stadium and take on the cadets in week number eight. Uh, Coach, can you believe it's week number eight already? Well, the other thing that's going to be real surprising, Andy, is uh, not only is it week eight, but uh, this next Sunday we're going to have tournament draw, and we're going to know, you know, what what sectional draws we're going to have throughout the state, throughout each of the classes, and you know, not only are you preparing for week eight, but you know, in the back of your mind, you're starting to think about, you know, who that tournament draw is, who that tournament opponent is, you know, making plans if you're on the road, if you've got to go far, and you know, what those things are. But, uh, you know, football, the football season is, is, is much like life. You know, it is paralleled in many ways. But one thing is you can't stop time and it quickly, quickly flies by. And if you, you talk to all these seniors that are on the podcast and they're going to tell you the same thing, that you can't believe how fast the season flies by and that's their last opportunity to play high school football. But, you know, week eight, you know, is a very viable opponent. You know, Concordia is a very good football team. Um, offensively, they move the ball very well. Uh, you know, running back, you know, I think he's run for over 100 yards in the past few games. You know, and it, it's it's the same story. You know, you got to defend the run first, and we've got to be physical up front with the defensive line controlling the line of scrimmage and defend the run. And they've got viable receivers that they can throw to, and you know, de- defending the pass at the same time. You know, we have to be able to do both. You know, offensively, you know, we've got to take advantage of you know our mismatches and our our matchups on the perimeter with our receivers i think that our receivers have done a tremendous job all season long you know we've got to be able to block and and run the ball at the same time and, but uh you know i feel confident about the way that the the boys will respond and the the way that they'll come back you know after a defeat this is a very resilient bunch uh that's one of my my favorite features of this team is how resilient they are um, they just, they really worry about the task at hand, you know, the other team scored, well, you know what, what's going on a long drive of our own and, and let's go score. And, and that's just, and defensively, you know, there's, there's been some times where the offense stalls a little bit. They're not having their best game and defense says, we got your back, buddy. We'll, we'll, we'll stuff them here a few times until you guys write the ship. And so I expect nothing less out of this team. This is a, God, it was a great bunch of kids. I just can't believe it's. It's game eight, and, you know, it's time's winding down. This is a fun football team. It really is. And, you know, and you talk about, you know, the resiliency of the players and the, the, the ability to respond. And, you know, the defense done just what just what they said, you know, what you said they were going to do all along, and that's, you know, play physical, fast football. And, you know, the Homestead game, you know, might be a little outlier, you know, because you look at every other game that we've played defensively and, you know, the numbers that we haven't give, 
that we have given up have been very small. Um, the, the times that the opponents have reached the end zone has been few and far between. And, and I don't see anything different out of this group on Friday night for the remainder of the season. Well, Coach, let's get these boys ready to take on the cadets, and uh, we'll see everybody out at Zollner Stadium come Friday. Thanks very much, Andy. We would like to thank our athletic trainers, Steve Lubyhusen, Michaela Hoffman, and Jordan Redding, who along with OPS and the doctors of Fort Wayne Orthopedics provide all the sports medicine services for Northwest Allen County Schools. Go where the Chargers go.